Welcome to the Brazilian Zook No Cap Podcast with your host, Archie, Ifosa, Jesse, Amber, and Jamie L, where we discuss all things Brazilian Zook, honestly and from our perspective collectively and personally. So go ahead and grab you something to drink, grab you something to eat, turn this up, and let's hop into this next episode. On est dans la ville, avec deux, trois rouillas, on avance bichouya, bichouya. On tourne pour tuer l'ennui Blanche sera la nuit Pas l'habitude de marcher tout seul Mes frérots me servent de boussole Bébé je sors pas me pavaner Tu peux pas me faire cavaler mmh, à bord du vaisseau Besoin de faire le vide, ouais besoin de ce vaisseau Depuis ça marche en équipe, toujours le même réseau Toujours la même team pour les mêmes raisons Toujours les mêmes ennemis pour les mêmes raisons Allez sur le ring comme à la maison Regarde les statistiques à la fin de la saison En attendant tu peux augmenter le son Bichouya stuff and then just then we'll go from what people think because i think i wrote subtopics but we'll just kind of let it flow yeah um okay cool let me do the intro right quick oh god okay yo what's going on world welcome to the brazilian zook no cap podcast we are going to be here with you guys today we have an amazing topic uh really counting off right quick it's your boy archie we got amber on we got jesse we got ifosa and we got jamie l on the podcast and today we're going to be talking about musicality in the brazilian zook scene um so i think we're going to start it off with amber and uh just like get her background on when she started djing how she started djing in brazilian zook etc etc all of the things hi my name is amber rose <laughs> known as DJ Aphrodisiac, and I've been dancing Brazilian Zouk, I think, since 2012. I took a private in Atlanta. So this guy, his name was Adrian, and he would always come to, like, the salsa of bachata, his own babies. And he was, like, do, like, this fusion thing. Like, he always added Brazilian Zouk moves to his salsa and bachata. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm a Zooker. Anyway... I took a private with him. I loved it. But oh, wait, like, what? What drew you What's to up? that? Like, what? What? Like, when you looked at him, what made you be like, "I want to try that"? I don't even know. He just—it was just fun. The stuff he would have me doing, it was just fun. Like, yeah, it was just fun. And then I took a private, and it was fun. So I always like just Brazilians. <laughs> it was just fun, and it always like put a huge smile on my face. Okay, but see, I lived in Nashville. I'm not ready to talk about the scene in Nashville. But anyway, <laughs> and I'm not attracted to the Zook scene in Nashville. That's all I'm going to say. And then, um, so I kind of, you know, I only did it like in Atlanta. So I wasn't very good. So anyway, Kizomba took over my life. And then, you know, somehow I got hired at an urban event. And right, I didn't have a lot of urban music. So I just started playing R&B music. And then, like, every time I did that, I would see these Zookers in the background. You know, Going I'm like, crazy. oh, yeah. I'm like, maybe I should DJ Brazilian Zook. Because I actually <laughs> like to DJ the R&B music. 
not so much the urban music, but I like the R&B music. Mm-hmm. So I started like going to Brazilian Luke events. Um, and I realized first off, like half of the music is Kizomba music. Um, <laughs> yep. Yep. Another third is R&B music or whatever you want to play. So it was a good transition for me. I feel like Amber, what's so interesting about your story, like having been part, like seeing you through parts of it is that you're always like, I feel like slightly ahead of the curve on things. Like you're always diving into things like b- way before they're popular. Because I remember your transition from like being a Kizomba only DJ to urban. You were doing it in the middle of like when everyone was worrying about urban kids. And like there was a super deep divide, I feel like between the two communities and they didn't intermingle as well. And you were like, mm, I'm gonna go over here to the urban crowd and see <laughs> <laughs> what y'all doing. Yeah, I mean, I never disliked urban people. It's just, I just, some of the music, you know, in the beginning, you know, it was just really bad. Y'all have, Urban has a lot more bad music than Kizomba. Like, cause I feel like anybody, a lot more people say they can be an urban DJ and they were just producing like bad music, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So whenever you started dancing Brazilian Zouk, or I won't say when you started because uh, it's grown a lot since then. Yes. So to where it's at now, I would say even within like the last like two or three years, because you started getting back heavily involved in Brazilian Zouk within the last two or three years, correct? Yeah. So whenever you started getting heavily involved back into Brazilian Zouk, whenever it comes to like the concept of musicality, what do you think whenever whenever you look at Brazilian Zouk? Like, do you feel like people are super musical? Do you feel like musicality is a a, a teaching that's focused. If you don't know much about teachers, would you be able to look into a room and be like, oh yeah, everybody here is learning musicality. Like, or like, what like, What do you think about that? And dancers, I, in general, I feel like dancers are not musical. I feel like they're just doing moves after moves and they're not really thinking about the music. I do feel like that. Cause some parts like the music, like has no drums. You shouldn't be whipping your hair everywhere. You know, Bro. you should I've said that so many times. Connecting <laughs> with your partner and moving slow, but you still got people whipping it everywhere. I don't know. No, no I don't think dancers are musical. They're not listening to the music in general. Okay, speaking as a dancer, what does being musical mean to you? Because I feel like DJs have a very different perspective on being musical than like mm. somebody who's not a DJ. Good question. Yeah, I feel like as a DJ dancer, if I was a lead... Um, I love how you I, said that. I love how you said that. Then I'm gonna let you finish. As a DJ dancer, <laughs> I hate it when people tell me, but you're thinking like a DJ. Fool, I'm a dancer that's been dancing for so long. Anyway, right. keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just had to say that. Oh. RGRD triggered. Right. <laughs> so I'm a dancer before I was DJ, you know what I'm saying? So as a DJ dancer, me when I lead and if I was like a full-time lead I would listen to every part of the song and I would rotate through the elements that I focus on like sometimes you can focus on the drums sometimes you can focus on the hi-hats sometimes you can focus on the vocals a lot of people miss the vocals you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying um you can focus on this little I don't know guitar element but in general, people just don't focus on everything that they can focus on in the music. And they miss a lot of stuff. No, I agree with that for sure. I agree with that for sure. Because I was literally just saying, especially like 
if somebody sends me a video of a couple dancing to one of our songs, or if I'm watching a video that somebody recorded of me dancing, and then like I'm watching it and the music will do something and the person who's being recorded will do what the music's telling them to do. But there's like this entire sea of people in the background. And sometimes I'll watch them in the background and I'm like, what are y'all doing? Like after I watch the whole, the couple that's actually focused for uh, for, for a couple of times, like, I'll just be like, I want to see what the room looks like and how they're reacting to our song. And this, the beat will drop out and it'll just be like, Vroom, or something like that. And people are like stepping all across the room. And I'm just like, <laughs> this is definitely a part I feel like you should be standing still. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You yeah. ain't even got to do anything. Like you said, just standing still, just acknowledging that the, the music has changed is simply enough, you know, yeah. no, I start. Agree. For sure. That's actually why I want to learn how to lead. It's true. And like beat everybody. So you can beat. Wait, say it again. I ain't hear that part. I'm I love it. So she, I love it. Beat, so she can beat everybody in Jack and Jill. <laughs> Hey, yo, go for it. I I love that type of talk. Big champion vibes. Hell yeah. Listen, listen, the most, whenever I hear people talk about musicality and who's the best at musicality, it's either DJs or women. Like, women tend to be a lot more musical, I feel like, on the dance floor. And this is a little bit biased because I am a woman or a follow. Let me say primary follow. Let me not say women. Somebody who started off as a follow and transitioned into leading. Um, and I feel like it's because follows have to do musicality the way Amber talked about. Like the leads will usually dominate the primary beat and then the follows add in their musicality on like the melodies or on the lyrics or on whatever else. So we're already yeah. listening to like the secondary instruments. And so then when we take over the lead role, we're already primed, like our brain's already like positioned to think about the music in terms of like what else is going on in the music besides just the primary downbeat. Right. Also, we're used to moving our bodies in like, you know, the small mm -hmm. subtle so we know how the woman can move her body or we can move the woman's body. So I totally agree with Jesse. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, just me feeling bad for normal people, um, normal people or people just starting out in the dance. Like musicality is hard, right? Like everybody in here can attest to that, mm -hmm. you know, and and. Like you guys, both you guys have have head starts as primary follows or whatever, you know. But coming in speaking as a lead, mostly like, for me, it's helped a lot listening to music in general, right? That helped. I think that helped my musicality a lot. But a lot of these people, especially in DC, anyway, that come and take classes are people who like have gone from school from preschool up until they've gotten their PhDs or their whatever, you know, engineering degrees, whatever the fuck, and like only want to start dancing just just for the the connection part which is why a lot of people prioritize their partner over the music first but for people who grew up in culture of music like most of us here or brazilians or whatever like it, it comes easier to them you know so then you have a like a large community of people like in dc who kind of haven't really listened to music a whole lot or one specific genre of music or they never ever danced or ever moved so, you know what I mean? So them picking up musicality is probably one of the more harder things for them to do. So that's why you do see people continuing to dance on the beat when the beat is dropped completely and it's only the voice now, you know? It's a crazy thing to see, but I kind of, I can empathize with it a bit, you know what I mean? My, 
Just just coming from like a teacher standpoint. I agree. I agree with all of that. And I also think that whenever it comes to a group of people or a sect of people being taught to do something, a lot of the responsibility, yes, falls on the people being taught, but it also falls on the people doing the teaching. Mm. Um, so I do, fa- I, I mean, sure, I, sure, sure, I'm sure. under the belief that I'm under the belief that it's even though musicality can be hard, there's levels to it. Yeah. And, and music, you can't separate musicality from dancing to music because you should be interpreting the music in some way. Yeah. Period. Um, unless you're just like completely oblivious to the music, like some people who say they don't even care about music, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, we can have and, that conversation. We can have we can have that conversation. I, I saw some shit. I'm really trying time. my best. I'm yeah. really trying my best to save that. I'm really trying my trying my best to save all of my thoughts on that for the next podcast. Okay. Um, so but I think that whenever it comes to being like what they're being taught is important. And so, yes, whenever you are first starting off to dance and you're learning certain things and then you're doing what you're taught is, is true and you're new, but it's like, how often are instructors teaching people to really go deep with the music? How often are they teaching them to really connect with the music? And and then the ones that are teaching musicality classes, how many of those musicality classes are actually like teaching you to listen to the music versus teaching you to dance to what the instructor is hearing and then giving you a choreography from that? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm. like, I agree with everything you just said, but I, it has to stem from somewhere, you know? Yeah. True, true, true. <clears throat> I think there's a large, there's a missing gap of people, I think specifically in the, kids in Zook world that study the instrumentation and study the music theory and are able to bridge that gap between the music and the dancers, right? Because if you go Mm -hmm. to the salsa world, you can, like, people will name the instruments, like each instrument, they'll be able to name them and tell you whether it's present in the dance or not. And they tell you exactly which beat this, you know, instrument plays on. Like, there's a lot of time and effort and love put into understanding the music side of it and the cultural side of it, right? Because that music is a very like cultural significance to salsa like it talks about the journey that salsa has made through slavery through africa through the diaspora and how it's evolved today but i feel like zook one does not have that sort of like study in the music like the music behind it and like what they're dancing to which is why i feel like they end up dancing to compa and why they end up dancing to kids music a lot like people aren't studying it they're just throwing in whatever feels and looks good And then I think also not enough um, emphasis is put on the culture of the music. Like, where did this come from? Like, who who started this? Um, Which may be a bigger conversation as to, like, the whitewashing, maybe, of Brazilian Zouk, of not talking, like, giving enough credit to, like, the people that this came from, you know? Like, what are the origins of this music? Mm -hmm. Um, I will say that I agree about salsa, but also salsa has a more narrow range of music. Like, I know you have, you have New York, Puerto Rican salsa, Colombian, Cuban, but for the most part, it's all, you know, you got a clave and you got the horns, piano, drum, 
Brazilian Zouk is just you can dance to pretty much anything. You know what I'm saying? So it's really hard. A big to part do. of it. A big part of it is the fact that there, Brazilian Zouk is not a genre of music. Yes. Like you know, that's debatable. But yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, because oh. they're. I mean, if you look at. If you look at like, I mean, so there's an argument. So there's an argument, but the art, the only thing that would make it an argument, in my opinion, is a music becomes a genre whenever somebody creates something and then begins to label it that. So, Mm -hmm. for example, Brazilian Zouk is in a genre. Okay, well, what producers do we have that are making stuff that's new that has never heard and never considered? Mafi, just an example. Obviously, I'm not talking about all the other stuff. Just his music. Mafi, mm-hmm. Neo Zouk. But in Brazilian Zouk, people would be like, I don't want to listen to Neo Zouk. I want to listen to Brazilian Zouk. So then what are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? It's like... Okay, Archie, what, what is your... Huh? Zook isn't even Brazilian to begin with, right? Like we couldn't what even you- call it. Like, what did you say? I'm not talking about Zook. Zook music. I'm talking about. Are you talking about what? Zook music? Well, I'm saying that would be an issue. Like you couldn't even call it like Brazilian Zook music because that music isn't even from Brazil. Like you would have to. You couldn't even call it that to begin with. Are you talking about Zook music? I'm not talking about. Archie, what is I'm... your you when you make your music? What is your genre of music? Oh my! I'm talking about Archie and Sizzle, A <clears throat> It's so funny because when we first started making music, people always called it Ghetto Zook, like yeah, that's what they would call it. Some of it is well, not Ghetto though. That's because but, Ghetto but, Zook has but, a specific, you know. For, for us, drum. like we make a lot of different styles of stuff, though. Are you saying? Are you saying our music? Are you saying our music is Brazilian Zook music? Some of it, yes, I am. I this think is that is interesting. I think that it's Brazilian Zuka Bull. Interesting. <laughs> Just say it's Brazilian Zook. It's not a crime to say it's Brazilian Zook. I don't no think going to arrest you. I don't it's think Brazilian that it's. Zook. I don't think that I it's. I just want to notate that Amber's line of questioning right now. She's got her face against the computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a crime, nor am I worried about what people think about it at all. But yeah. I do like stuff to be labeled properly. You know, and so, so, so the song uh, I so like wish. Then, so what, like, how would you label that? Okay, go. Wish. Or, or wish, or wish. I, I want to so like, or what, wish. Yeah. So, so wish. What are wish or worth it all or paradise? What, what would those be called? Because people were dancing kizomba bef- to those songs before we even knew what ghetto zook was. Right, I mean, right, before, right, right. Not ghetto zook before we even knew what Brazilian zook was. Right. So Brazilian it's like poison sure. with CJ. What is that? That is yeah. not ghetto zook. It's not. It's not a ghetto zoo. What is it then? I mean, I guess that would be Brazilian zoo. <laughs> Thank you. If, 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 that's what I'm saying. If, if Brazilian Zook was a genre of music. It is a genre. You have original music. You have original lyrics. It's a genre. So are you saying, we're putting this on the ticker. So are you saying that Archie and Sizzle created the genre of Brazilian zoo? I'm not. What? So, no, 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 I'm no, saying no. you participate um, in it. I'm saying, I, I, and I'm I saying uh, the artists need to start labeling their things. What other? It'll be easier okay. to find in iTunes. I agree. I'm tired with, of searching for all this. I can't even find the music I want because it says world, it says Latin, it says all this other stuff. Just say Brazilian Zoo. So, no, what? So what? Check, check it out. Go check ahead. it out. So, there's one one particular artist that, that Walter uh, Fernandez named. 
that you know we've we've probably danced to this song before, but we just maybe didn't realize it. I'm so his name is his name. No, it's uh his name is Well W E L L. Um, if you look it up on iTunes, is is Well W E L L. But I think he goes fully by like Well Assis or something like that. So uh, yeah, it's, it's a it's a low, it's a old key, uh, old school you know song that just danced Brazilian Zouk too, right? So but but so Walter calls that Brazilian Zouk. So. Um, maybe, maybe uh, you know, Amber, you you have a point there. I I, I so, never actually thought about that. So it's interesting. It's just like, yeah, that song in particular, I got from yeah. an artist who got from Rachel and everything. Yeah, and yeah. And the yeah. way she tagged it, it's Lombada. Hmm. Interesting. But this thing is like, I mean, but granted, that's that's clearly not Lombada music, though. I feel like this is what happens when a dance is an evolution of something, and it borrows heavily from something else, right? So this dance is an evolution of Lombada, but it borrowed yeah. the music from Caribbean Zouk, like the original Zouk. Yeah. So Which it's is... hard to be able to attach, like you can't name it just Zouk music. There's other stuff called Zouk music and there's already yeah. a dance attached to it. But I feel like that's kind of one of the signatures of right. Zouk right now is that it borrows. Like Zouk stays stealing yeah. other people's stuff. Like his people go into the Zouk room and we're like, for real, we're about to we're compaing like we're dancing Brazilian Zouk to compa right now like shamelessly too without giving any sort of nods or acknowledgments to the fact that there is a whole other dance there is a whole other culture tied to it mm. <clears throat> but you're just grabbing whatever feels good to you right now which you know so I feel like we all kind of do it so do you think that that plays a part in the lack of this sounds so bad, but I'm just going to say it. Do you think that that plays a part in what could be the lack of direction when it comes to teaching people musicality and dance? 100%. And why, and why the scene? No. But, yeah, absolutely. If you can't, like Amber said, right? So salsa mm. music is very uh, narrow. The window is narrow. There are certain very specific qualifications that a song must have to be considered a salsa song. And they are the most strict about that. You won't find them dancing to like techno remixes of salsa songs. Um, whereas in Brazilian Zouk, you, you guys will dance to anything. Like you guys will literally dance to whale sounds. Like that's a whole joke, right? So right. how do you teach somebody the instrumentation and the breakdown and the music theory of whale sounds versus like video game music versus ghetto zook versus lambada right. music versus r&b like there's too many genres and too many different qualifications of music so, so that's the thing down. we have our traditional timing and and quote-unquote traditional music you know i i honestly think the people the teachers who are good teachers or good teachers or whatever yeah they'll go out there on the dance floor and dance lambada uh you know lamba lamba zook whatever lambada to compa, but like if you go out there and ask them, like, hey, what's this genre of music that we're dancing to? Oh, this is compa. This is already a genre that's out there. Da 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 da. They already know the history. They yeah. already know that it comes from another culture. You know what I mean? So like, I, there's no other real good way in order to give nods to these other cultures other than if you specifically ask somebody. If you go out there and ask somebody who claims that they're a Zouk DJ, and they call uh, you know, Pampa, something that's clearly Pampa, they call that Lombada music, then yeah, sure, like, then they're erasing the the culture that Pampa uh, is coming from, you know, the Haitian culture no, that No, I disagree. From. I want to you know what I'm saying? disagree. So, I feel like there are ways to be respectful, and I don't think so that how Brazilian would you, Zouk... How would, 
how are there ways? Give me I some feel tips. like I feel like number one, um, we had to learn this in urban kids when we were coming up, right? Like, how do we distinguish ourselves from what we came from, but also pay it homage? And the way that we do that is yeah. we teach, like it's part of the culture to teach all of our students, like this is what Kizomba is, this is what Semba is, this is what it sounds like, this is and, what it looks like, sure. this is where it came from. Like there's a active, like we are all passing the knowledge line so that everyone is knowledgeable about every yeah, like umbrella sure. dance. And it's not just the teachers or the gatekeepers yeah. of this knowledge. And we can correctly execute these movements. Whereas I feel like Zook, you guys take the music and it's like some people know, some people don't. It doesn't feel like it's talked about. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's acknowledged. Maybe they kind of know what compa is, but like, could they could they properly demonstrate like what a proper compa dance looks like? Because if someone were to ask and they were like, oh, this is compa, but you can't show them and you don't know like what else to tell them. You can just say, hey, this is compa. Like, it doesn't feel like a proper nod. It just feels like, you know, like, yeah, I know where this is from, but like, that's it. I'm zooking to it. It feels like you're taking. Have, like, have, it feels have, like have you encountered that before? Like, have you, have you encountered people like telling you that this is compa and they're not able to show you a good zooking dance or a I good compa dance? I have seen a lot of Brazilian, because I live in Dallas, right? And we've got a pretty decent zook yeah. scene. We've got a pretty, pretty decent kids scene. I'll watch the kids music come on and I'll see what the, the instructors are doing, right? Or I'll see people sure. wander into the kids' room. And what I see is like a characterized version of what y'all think it looks like. But it doesn't look like anybody's putting time and effort into actually learning it. It just looks like well, you guys watched enough. Well. And I'm talking generally, I, right? So I'm not talking about Kizomba. Are we talking about like, because when you say keys, again, I'm, I'm making a separation between keys and Kizomba, right? So like I'm talking about see... both. I'm talking about both. We can talk about either one of those. And I'm still staying firm in the fact that I feel like the mm. proper dues are not paid. Like you can't, I can see a lot of urban kids people because I feel like we do it the best. Like, to be honest, a lot of urban kids people could go and dance a lot of different genres with a very decent proficiency, like in intermediate at least. Could you... Say the same of a Zook dancer to the urban kids room or the Kizomba room or the Semba room or if there was a Kompa room, I couldn't see that. Like I could it, see no because it, it helps. It helps because the base of urban keys and keys is Kizomba, is is Semba. So it helps because we put the time and effort into it. Like it, it's a time and effort thing. Like in my opinion, are you taking the time and effort short, to pay? It's over? not a very short distance. It's not a very short distance to go from Kizomba to urban kids or kids because you're already learning you've already got the basics down just by learning the basics for urban kids right so like that's why because you don't have to go very far to find those dances. you can find all those dances in one teacher honestly to where maybe more or less like you won't find all those dances in one teacher if you go to brazilian soup especially if you're going to brazil Whatever, right? I'm there just are saying, I feel like the effort shouldn't, Brazil, the, the accessibility the shouldn't US. mean anything. The accessibility shouldn't mean anything. If you're taking the time to take our music, then you should take the time to learn it. Like, that so, would be like so, me. So that you, would be like me taking, like, a salsa song and then half ass right. learning it. And then, like, doing Zook on top of it. And then being like, yeah, I can kind of salt. Like, there's not, to me, there's not an excuse. Do you you so, should put the effort in. Do you think that a person, okay, so I'll say two things and then if Fosa, you can yeah you can. so one uh i i'll ask this do you do you think that 
I guess I'll say this first because originally people were dancing Brazilian Zouk to ghetto Zouk and Kizumba music at the beginning. Like that's what it was. Yeah. Um, before a lot of R&B came into the play, before a lot of this like electro and trappy and people really started venturing out into other genres of music. A lot of it was danced to, Braz- to, to ghetto Zouk and Kizomba. Uh, my question is, so you're saying you feel like people should be able to dance a style of dance that a music is produced under before they start dancing Brazilian Zouk to it. Otherwise they're not appreciating it. Hang on. Let me, let me put it this way. We had a teacher. This is the best example I can give to you because once you see it happen, it starts to feel really weird. So there was uh there's a big crossover between urban kids in North America and Europe. Like we, we pass a lot of culture back and forth between the two. So there was an instructor that decided that he was going to start teaching kids hop. And he decided that the song he was going to use for his class was Dougie. And he was teaching a whole pattern to teach me how to Dougie. And watching that as a black person, knowing that there's a whole dance and there's a whole like thing that we've already established here in the U.S. And you're teaching something completely different on top of it without acknowledging it, without Mm -hmm. like paying homage to the fact that these two came together. The song has a dance and it came out at the same time. It feels a little bit weird. Like you're you're taking something that was ours first and you're applying something on top of it that is yours. And yeah, technically it does fit, but it feels a little bit like you're erasing part of the history of like what came with this. It's a very uncomfortable feeling. And I don't know how to like put that any other way than watching like somebody take your stuff and then not acknowledging the fact that it's like, there was something that came with this before this. It feels a little bit like appropriating. Like it doesn't feel good. I got and you. Let, me, uh, let me say something else. I was at that event and then a DJ <laughs> played it. <laughs> never been around. Played at the party. Oh, for years. Didn't nobody do his little dance. Everybody started doing a duck because that's what we do to it. And I could tell he was a little hurt. So yeah, I agree awesome. with Jesse. Gotcha. My, so my question when it comes to this, who does that expectation or responsibility lies on? Is it the DJs playing the music or is it the artists that are teaching the classes? Like, are they supposed to say, okay, because um, as far as I know, every beginner class starts with a history lesson before, or at least everyone that I've attended, they start with a history lesson on both where the dance came from, and then in addition, sometimes include certain music music styles that you'll hear. Compa doesn't really get included because, like, to be honest, I don't. Not many of us do play it, but those who do play it came from the kids' world or etc. But um, would you would you want the DJs to announce every genre before they're playing, or or maybe if they post a set while like if they post a set to include the genres in the description or would you want teachers to start including um in addition to a history lesson of where the dance came from labada and all the other brazilian dances would you want them to include a music lesson that's Uh, tough right because there's different ways like to do it and i can only speak to the teacher's perspective because that's the mm -hmm. one i know best right like i'm a Mm -hmm. teacher and there is there's taught culture and then there's like actual culture right so mm. y'all may be teaching that this is like the dance we and this is the music we dance to, but then what are you demo- demoing to? 
at the end of the day? Like, what are you choosing to dance to yourself? Like, what is the example that you're setting? Because a lot of what happens in dance is like, I'm going to do what I see. And so if you're dancing to a certain demo of a certain genre of music, then a lot of people are going to flock to that, right? So uh, I can only speak to our responsibility as teachers, that's, but that's, sure. that's what I so you would but that's what to... I'm saying. Go ahead. No, uh, that's what I, that was my point, basically. If you have good teachers and good, you know, knowledgeable dancers, inform people who are asking about, you know, the certain genre of music that we're dancing to. Um, no, but we're talking about different know, things. I'm saying, like, be that, careful like... what you demo to. I'm saying, like, you need to set the example and then you need to follow the example. And if you're going to teach certain music, in the, if you're going to demo to certain music in the class, then you need to be able to speak to it and honor it in a certain kind of way. Don't just like say this is Lombada music and then we're dancing to something else and then we just don't ever talk about it. But that's weird. Mm. Right. So you're, yeah, you're saying you're basically you, you say you, that you, this is compa music and I'm de- I'm demoing my Lombada demo to this music is originally compa. Uh, but sure, yeah. I feel like teaching it and you playing this the music. You need to learn how to do that. You need to know how to do that dance. Same with DJing. And as a DJ, if I dance with you and they play some compa, whatever, I will stop you and be like, do you know how to dance compa? <laughs> like, no. I'm like, do you want to learn or we can end the dance? Because it just doesn't make sense to me. Okay. That's what I do personally. So I feel mm. like, mm. like how to dance compa. Honestly, that's why I got into Brazilian dude dancing more. And I'm like, I can't be playing Brazilian dude. you want to teach compa? Not <laughs> how to do that's new. It's very new that people started dancing Brazilian Zoop to compa music. That is a yeah, that was it's a like, newer thing. Oh, it's, was, so, wait, 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 wait. Talk about what? Are we are we talking about Brazilian Zoop? Are we talking about Lombardo? Because I think there are there are definitely some dancers. I'm not gonna say that they aren't. There's are definitely dancing to, to compa and samba, but there there are more dancers nowadays, especially trying like dancing Lombada to compa and Lombada to Simba. And I will refuse to dance Lombada to any of those genres. I, I, so be, I agree with that. To be honest with you, like <clears throat> actually no. There's a lot of stuff I that I'm that. there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, okay, but dancing Brazilian zoo to compa music is just weird to me. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Granted yeah. though, I did play I did play one song and and I remember in our chat we could not decide whether it was compa or whatever because what song was it? It was this one right here because it has a part, but before that you wouldn't even be able to say which one it is. This this Sheldonly Abraham Fresh joint because before I was like, oh, this is, and then I heard the part. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa what? This is compa. That it, see, but then you're like, this is a certain genre of uh, this is a certain genre of music, and it has a compa part in it. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's another thing. Like your so, like the song. Like my life, like, my yes. life, my life, my life is an example. Would it, would I would not. Be, that is not a compa song. It has a compa okay. part in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a song that we made, and then Sync was like, "Bro, I'm about to blow your mind in a second And I was like, "Dog, I'm so freaking excited." And he was like, "I'm adding something to the end of this song." And I was like, "Okay." And he sent it to me, and I about lost my mind in this room. And so it's not a compa song. It just has a part in it that's like that. When you hear that come in, I don't personally understand how anybody can do anything but stand there and move their hips. Like, I don't get it. You know, when you hear that, that build up coming and then all of a sudden it just drops, bro, I'm done. I'm done. So 
that's another that's that's that right there but i think that i, I so think that like as far as musicality in, in brazilian zouk in the scene i think that there's a lot of responsibility that falls on the dancers to learn and the teachers to teach and to focus on teaching and oh, there's different nuggets that plays part in that whether it be learning the understanding the history and the instrumentation or mm -hmm. not not maybe not even instrumentation because if you're talking about brazilian zouk music or people music that people that dance brazilian zouk to a lot of it doesn't have like live instruments so at that point it would be walking a person through the elements of the song mm -hmm. and how to listen to the song how to listen to the music and i also believe that the the reason a lot of people in Brazilian Zouk don't care about music is because they're not being taught that kind of stuff personally. If teachers were teaching, this is how you listen to music. I'm talking about as a whole. I'm not talking about like here and there. If, if, if a lot of teachers were prioritizing teaching, this is how you listen to this song and this is how you can hear this in this song, et cetera, et cetera then more people would find more value in the music and it would increase their musicality well, because they'd be listening and being more creative. My, my and dances thoughts, would be better. My thoughts on this is that, yes, I would, I would personally would love for musicality to be taught earlier, and especially in that class setting where we're going over the phrasings of the thing, how to do this to win and et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Because you, you, you were literally saying that it was like four years or something before you even like had a class like that. Yeah. There are certain people who do who have been teaching it for like musicality in that classroom setting, such as Kaka, Walter, Alison, et cetera. Is there enough? Not many, but the, I think Brazilian Zouk as a itself, especially as someone who was a, you know, they didn't have any dance training, etc. Da da da. The dance is already super hard to come into, and then to add and like I don't know my left from my right, and to add on top of already the connection with yourself, like dancing with another person. It's not like where, whereas with West Coast Swing, which I thought is a super, it's still a super hard dance to learn, but there's that space in between us that okay. And I'm still my own individual, whereas with Zoo, you are your own individual, but there's still another person you're working with in close proximity, and the distance increases. You're doing the basic stuff. You're doing all this other shit on top of it. Then to add musicality on top of it, and I'm speaking as a lead. Um, my brain, I my brain, it, it, it took me, what, four or five years just to realize that I could add it, and that was until things have started to become kind of automatic. Like, it's hard. The dance is already hard that then to add if there was a way to easily teach musicality in conjunction with connection as well as the basics from the beginning, that that teacher, whoever that teacher is, will be phenomenal and will you blow know, up. But I don't know how I, I just think it's hard, but you could I feel like the opposite of what you said. I feel like musicality should be taught early from the first class. Mm. Especially when people don't have a lot of moves because they then you can teach them you may not have a lot of moves mm. but you can, you can use the moves you have musically and therefore you have like double or triple the amount of moves you have like you may just know a basic but you can slow it down when the yes. music goes slow or mm. stops. so I don't think I, it's that easy 
It is. Yo, it, it is, is that easy. That easy. Bro, it's it, that easy. It's that easy. Y'all have y'all have heard my story, and I'll say it again. Whenever mm-hmm. me and Sizzle first started dancing Brazilian Zook, and I had not danced a new dance in like four years, mm-hmm. and I learned, and I was extremely overwhelmed, and I was like, I really want to get into this dance, but I but I'm so confused, and I know mm-hmm. I know this basic one move. I know walking back and forth. But that's all I know. But guess what? I know how to be musical. I know how to listen mm-hmm. to the music. I know how to pick this music apart. So I am going to literally take the three different things that I know how to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to break them down with the music as I listen to the music. This entire verse, sure. I will stay in closed okay. position and we will move around with the music. I'll do this. I'll be musical. Slow it down. Take this step, whatever. <laughs> and then when the chorus comes, I'll move. And so I don't think that especially if you're teaching that at the beginning, I don't mm-hmm. think that it's extremely difficult. It's harder. It's harder and more. It is harder. The more you feel, you feel, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that's harder. I'm saying I believe it's mm-hmm. harder and you feel more defeated whenever all you're learning is moves and you're like, mm-hmm. I don't know no moves. I just know these three moves. And now I've danced yeah. with you in Brazilian Zook where it's acceptable to dance more than two songs with the same person and i'm like i'm totally out of stuff to do like i don't know what else to do but but coming from the mindset of beginners who again these are the people who have who worked like who gone to school all their life who never ever ever danced they don't see they all they see is the moves it's a thing you know you can try to teach them you can you got probably do what you guys are talking about you can probably teach them from jump but they're not gonna dance let me tell you something let me you still have to learn how to to breathe, you still have to learn how to project your leg. You still have to learn how to to not give tension in your arm. You know, so there's still a hundred million one things to think to think about before you even think about the hundred million other things in regards to musicality. So again, you really want them to get down their foundation. You want to get down their traditional timing first, and then move on to something more complex as, as musicality. Cool. So Keep I going. feel like. I feel like the people that are speaking loudest right now that are saying it's possible are the people who have a really strong foundation in kids, either Kizomba or Urban Kids, because that's how we teach it in Urban Kids. Like literally the Mm. first thing that you're going to hear in your first class is that there's three things you need to connect to. You need to connect to the ground, you need to connect to your music, and then you need to connect to your partner. And that's how we start everyone off. We teach everyone like what music is like. And it's what Archie said. It's because it gives an easier threshold into the dance. Like you have a sure footing because with the little moves that you do have, you have, you are now able to display it musically. And I feel Mm. like Brazilian Zook, you guys make it harder on yourselves because you only value the flash and awe. Like you make this dance like only appealing through like how difficult, like how difficult can the turns be and how big can the head movements be? Like when you think about Brazilian Zook, and people talk about the appeal of it and what drew them in, 90% of the time, it's going to be like, oh, I saw them whipping around, right? Instead of thinking that there is an opportunity here to use musicality with footwork. And if we're being honest, if we're being honest, Brazilian Zook lends itself, hold on, I'll say this and then then I'll let you go. Brazilian Zook lends itself to being like one of the most musical dances that you could could dance. It could be that. It could be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that held me yeah. back. Like that's held me back from having so many good dances because I'm like, you guys coming from a kid's world where musicality is like a full body thing. Like it is yeah. 100% from your toes, like your feet, the way you exchange yeah. weight, the way you move your waist, like you consider the entire body. 
a musical instrument in urban kids. And in Zook, it feels like you guys only really interpret the upper body. Like you're all expressing it through body waves. You're expressing it through head whips. You're expressing it instead of thinking like footwork, groundwork, like that is so missing. And it's crazy to me because the opportunity is so wide. Like we've, because you do borrow this dance from so many different dances, it's like, we've taught you already what looks good with this dance? Like what weight exchange? Like why are you not applying it right now? You know what I mean? So so you're saying people who are speaking loud in population in, in Kisompo, but maybe you've been dancing a little bit longer than I have, but my first dance before, like I learned Kisompo. So I have strong foundations in Kisompo, but so so I will concede your your point though, in the sense that like, that what people see is, is hair, you know, hair movement and all that, which is what draws them into the dance partly mostly and then they want to learn all those things they want to learn playa. they want to learn all the all the stuff you're right for sure and there aren't enough instructors giving demos that uh, uh show off the, the basics the basic in place the you know walking just the line basis right your boy gee does exactly there's so i can really i can really only think of one instructor who does do that which is Kiremi. And he's one of the um, so you, in, the, in that sense, you're right for sure. But, I was about to say, I was about to so, say, so sure, it's it can be done. I was about to say, listen, I've observed Guy, Gui, I don't know how to say his name, but <laughs> he be having followed in a chokehold, and he literally <laughs> does like, <laughs> he literally does like, what five you mean by that? Moves. He means good, she, she, she means it's not like term. it doesn't mean literal. She I mean, no, 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 actual yeah. token. Not, not like, token. not like actual, not actual token. token. That's a good, I've never heard that phrase before. I don't know. She mean, okay, I, no. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's some people listening to this that don't understand, like, lingo. He, uh, she's not talking about literally grabbing them by the neck. No, no, he does not. Any so, emotional. I get that. I just didn't know okay. what it meant. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. An emotional yeah. choco, girls melting. They just all hinged up. Yes. Like, yeah. And, yeah. like, he literally takes the first like did you dance three four songs he takes the first song and he, he doesn't even do like any separate part yeah. like mm-hmm. he just cuddling with him yeah wait can we stop and appreciate how different Guy's hug class would be if he was up here grabbing people by the throat Bruh. <laughs> it's uh, like but, whole but, ass well once again he doesn't do it for anyone listening <laughs> <laughs> he does not do yeah. it let's not, let's not get him no, yeah, he's don't. such a gentle, yeah. wonderful person. Yeah, but that's for sure. Sorry, but, but he's one of the for, few for him. He's one of the, probably the only instructors that I've seen give a close embrace demo with just like the few, very few bass, and it's successful with it. Mm-hmm. Or like a basic demo. Like I'll go to a basic zoo class, and then the demo is like the hardest moves I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, you're not. Yeah, you're missing sure. an opportunity. To embrace how beautiful the basics are. Oh, yo, that's so, a whole nother side. That's right? a that yeah, is. Yeah, I think we're kind so, of getting. That's a whole nother question. And when it comes hair. to when it comes to demoing and demo music selection, I have my own thoughts on it, and that's I personally am not. Say, I'm not happy with it. I will also say, Mark and Rose do a good job of doing the basics as well. They don't do the embrace cool. like close mm-hmm. bases, but Mark and Rose. Do a lot of the basics as well. True, true, and true. only Zook instructor I've seen do a demo and put or a show and put Afro in it. Like everyone mm-hmm. else, they put a lot of ballet. Yeah. I don't know, modern, 
but no afro yeah. so, so that is oh, interesting so, uh, wait, wait, wait. no yeah. so i was gonna say kind of to that point if we think about the creation of, of brazilian zook exactly not lombada not lamba zook but brazilian zook who are the creators of brazilian zook right who are the people that we we are calling the king and the queen of brazilian zook Renata Passanha mm-hmm. and Agilio Porto, right? Renata yes. Passanha is a white Brazilian. So if we're specifically talking about Brazilian Duke, it comes from a dancer who's a white Brazilian for one. And two, she has a lot of ballet and contemporary background and all those yep. things like that. And if you go to, to Brazil and let Pedro, right, they have a strong contemporary and ballet background. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, isn't that what I was saying earlier? That's what I was saying earlier, the whitewashing of the dance and not acknowledging the roots of where it came from. Because regardless of what you personally do, I feel like if this is a dance that comes heavily rooted in like slavery and it comes heavily rooted from Afro roots, then you need to acknowledge that and you need to have some elements of that present. Like I feel like but Brazilian, Brazilian Zouk has been exactly, heavily whitewashed. Heavily whitewashed. Exactly, Brazilian Zouk is, it can't be whitewashed if one of the creators is white. What does that mean? What? It's not white the, the roots, the roots of Lombada. If we're talking, like I said, if we're talking about Lombada, sure, you have the Afro Afro Brazilian influence and creation for for Lombada. Talk Brazilian Zouk, Brazilian Zouk specifically, not like Genial. a dance. Like that don't okay, make no so sense. You're, you're, you're if making, it is a white person taking like, a dance, if it's a white person of any whatever ethnicity taking a dance that is rooted uh, in African... Zouk, Brazilian Zouk. Um, let me finish. If they're taking a dance, which would be Lombada, right? Which would be Afro-based, and they're creating a whole nother dance mm. on top of it, and you're taking stuff that is literally rooted in Afro... Da- like, the movements themselves are Afro. The mm. music you are taking is from Caribbean people. Not all of it, though. And, oh, my God. Where did it start? They started with Caribbean Zouk music. This is where it started yes. from, correct? So if you're taking music and dance moves from people of color, then why would you not acknowledge those people in the dance you're creating? That's whitewashing. That would but be it's, like, it's, that it's, would be like urban a, kids. Wait, listen, wait, listen. That would take urban, yeah. ki- that would be like urban kids taking the dance and being like, we made it all on our own, not acknowledging Semba, not acknowledging Kizomba. That's the same what shit. people doing it? That's the same shit. So I feel like the excuse, it, wasn't there a whole so, argument about that at one point? You, there was. And, and you know what? We exactly. corrected so ourselves. There was. And so there we was. corrected ourselves. And that's what I'm saying. You can't whitewash a dance and remove the roots without acknowledging the fact that there was something in place and it was Afro. That's whitewashing, bro. So. But it's not the same. It's not the same as a dance like salsa or the dance as bachata. I mean, they have to white too. What are you talking about? If we're specific, specifically, you're right. No, no, no. You're for sure. You're right. That's what I'm saying. Like, like bachata dance, you know, like that. That's part of the reason why I despise sensual bachata. I'll never dance, right? That, that sensual bachata. You're still calling it bachata at that point, but sensual or whatever the hell, right? That's the whitewashing of it. But I will say this, and I actually would like us to move on from this point afterwards. It's just. Brazilian Zouk is going through the phase of educate. It's a new dance. It's a it's a relatively new dance, so it needs to go through that phase of education and also as well as correcting and informing the misinformation that we do have. There's it like every dance that every dance that branches from another dance or culture has to go through that phase. West Coast Swing has is when I was during that when I was in West Coast Swing at the time we had a huge 
there was a huge thing going on with when it came to our own background and so on. And it's going through the phase of informing people, informing the dancers, teachers, learning more about the other dances that are, that they borrow, steal, et cetera, from. Like, what Brazilian Zouk needs is time. It, it's, it needs time. What it's do, like, are we, we're trying, we are trying our best to inform things. Is the rate slow? Yes. But over time, you see there are more teachers. We're doing the history lessons. We are, we're going, podcasts like this, we have the ability to now educate people on yeah. where to go rather than just only, like, we still got to inform them of their wrongs and mishaps, but this is like, this gives them at least a step and opportunity to develop that. Whether or not they do that, then that is a big problem, but at least, those at least the teachers that I hear and and learn from, and the teachers that they end up developing and and have out here represent their name. Those are the ones that will continue. They will continue to learn, educate themselves, and as well as educate these new dancers coming up. And that's my that's all I will say on that. But we could either continue this or we could move on. Let's move on, man. I'm over it. I think we should move on. All right. So musicality. Uh, in summary, get some uh, Zookers. Get some musicality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's one thing um, I will not uh, debate. No, we're not debating. Yeah. We're rounding up now. All right. Yeah, so for sure. um, in summary, some of the things we talked about today, if you're looking for some musicality, try follow. Let you have somebody, go find somebody that was a primary follow and let them lead you. They will instruct you on how to dance on all the fun musical instruments that might be present in the music that you are not uh, currently hearing. Uh, another thing we talked about, the history, learn the history of your dance. I am gonna stand firm by this, by the fact that I do think it is important to understand the history of the music, the dances, the instrumentation. It's gonna inform a lot of like what you should be moving to and give credit to the where it came from. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I will, just, and was... I will. I will say this one more thing as well. It's specifically for instructors, I think it'll be good helping to teach music. Because you can be a good dancer and a good teacher, but that could also that doesn't mean that you automatically don't lack in the understanding of music as well. So, just like a thing that could help, possibly just advice: seek out music classes if you have not sure. done that. Like mm -hmm. try to learn, like go to people who are that has nothing to do with dance and learn music classes so that they can teach you. And I guarantee you, I would be willing to bet money that when you come back to teaching dance and even when your own dance, it'll help you develop as a teacher and as a dancer as well. Uh, yeah. And just one more thing, uh, you can go to this website, um, BrazilianZooCouncil.com and you can go start your dance education history education on where the dance comes from as well as the contributors and also in addition also the kind of music we have borrowed or utilized appropriated appreciated from so um any 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 any, term, any terminology you want but either way you can start you can start from there and you can start your your research from there and then in addition to that they have a list of names uh, of those who have contributed to the dance, and you can start, you can ask those people a question. The pros in Brazilian Zoo tend to be really accessible. 
at least in my experience when I was before I started becoming fam- famous on Facebook. Y'all could just really that's so up. funny. Ask, <laughs> ask, them, ask them any question. Ask them any questions, and they will be more than glad to teach you because that is what, at least from my eyes, that is what the process of what we're trying to do right now is to teach and educate people because we do not want to be out here just stealing and poaching. Yeah. <laughs> or being cla- or being claimed that we still approach. I I will not say whether we do or do not. That's yeah. we have done hash that out. All right, Amber, um, what you got? I would also suggest that you go to different types of parties, like if, if you live where there's go to Haitian parties. If you live where there's Cape Verdeans, go to Cape Verdean parties. Go to R and B nights you know, at the club. So go go like where you're the minority of the culture so you can just be around them, you know, see their energy. Like I do that all the time and get your Shazam ready. Oh yeah. You speaking on something. The music. I'm gonna close this out by saying giving you leaving you with a kids phrase of everyone remember Connect with the ground, connect with your partner, connect with the music, the top trinity. And remember that we're all here as artists. We're not just here to just repeat steps. So keep furthering your art, keep studying the music. We love you guys and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hey, that's all we have for today. Thank you for listening to the Brazilian Zoo No Cap podcast from your host, Archie, Jamiel, Ifosa, Amber, and Jesse. Muito obrigado. Until next time, stay up.